Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Wednesday night, a busy night for New England sports fans. Bruins win by two. Celtics win by eight. Red Sox, what do you say? Up 3 nothing at Yankee Stadium and a real chance to finally get this thing going. We now pause as I look for the sad trombone drop. Sad trombone? around here somewhere sad trombone well insert your your own mournful brass felled by brett gardner's salami giggity uh, bruins trending up celtics trending up red sox still on a wretched downward arc here now some happy horns found those the theme song for socks daily it's your daily socks podcast it's your daily socks podcast it's where you're gonna find out what the socks are doing it's your Daily Socks Podcast. It's your Daily Socks Podcast. Oh, it's your Daily Socks Podcast. And here's your host, Josh Lewis. Well, last year through 19 games, 17 and 2. This year through 19 games, 6 and 13. Run differential last year at this time was a plus 68. This year it is a minus 42. That would be 110 runs difference in basically three weeks of baseball. The minus 42 through 19 games by a defending World Series champion, that's never happened before. Blake Swihart, come back. We didn't mean it. Josh Lewin with you, and the two-game road trip to the Bronx ends with a moist thud. We'll discuss the game itself, but uh, first, here's what we were looking at heading in. We always like to do that, just kind of give you... A little perspective on how it all was going to roll out. There were issues heading in, among others. Dustin Pedroia had started only three of the first 18 games this year, was hitting 105, slugging 105. And by the way, won at bat into this game out, he went in favor of the bat of back Eduardo Nunez. More on Pedroia coming up. Runners in scoring position in a Wednesday night, one for 17 the prior three games. Mookie Betts' batting average was 149th out of 191 qualified Major League hitters. Last year, you may remember he was first. OPS last year, he was second. This year, he is coming in at 115th behind guys like Nick Ahmed and Teoscar Hernandez. And that's before he took an offer in this game. Through 18 games, the Sox starters ERA had been 7.18 Previous worst for a Red Sox team, 696 through 18 games. 1931 Red Sox uh, finished 62 and 90, by the way. One more for you. Uh, two teams have lost 12 of their first 18 and gone on to win a World Series. Two of them have. The 02 Angels did it, but before that, the 1914 Boston Braves. Well, at least it happened in Boston, but the, the point is it's a short list. And. Okay, you know, you bring up Sandy Leone, you think that that might make a little bit of a difference for the starters, the pitchers, that is. Uh, Didn't really work so much for Sale the other night. Vasquez started this game for Evaldi. But a a quick thought on on Leone coming up. Uh, If the other eight players are clicking like they clicked last year, if everyone else is combined to lead the American League in batting average and runs scored and doubles and home runs and slugging percentage, 
I'm all for using a guy who hit 106 in his last 49 games of last year if he brings you the defense. That's fine if everybody else hits. The 86 Mets had Rafael Santana as their everyday shortstop because he was so good defensively. And the rest of the lineup was Dykstra, Hernandez, Carter, Knight, and Strawberry. The early 70s Orioles could roll with the 198 hitting Mark Belanger because they had Brooks Robinson and Frank Robinson and Boog Powell and those guys. Well, the Red Sox of this year currently rank 17th in baseball in runs scored. That's not first. Uh, We talked about the run differential. It is basically right there with the Marlins, who are trying to lose this year. They've got a short bench. That's not optimal at all, especially with a bunch of guys hurt right now. Andrew Benintendi should be ready to go Friday, but we don't know that for sure. The uh, paucity of crooked number innings, that was such a big thing last year. Innings were not ones and twos when they scored. They were threes, fours, and sevens. Not seeing that this year. And the whole do damage thing, its just, I mean, they're, they're so passive right now. Way too passive. And into this game, the Sox had been outscored, what was it, 15-1 to the last two games. And there it was, the worst record through 18 games since the 96 team went 3-15. and 96, yes, Kevin Kennedy, Dan Duquette. If you guys want me to find the glory days by Springsteen tape, or, uh, or not so much. Lee Tinsley, Reggie Jefferson, Vaughn Eshelman, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so on to the game at Yankee Stadium Wednesday night. A chilly but comfortable night in the shadow of the four train and a matchup of impact acquisitions from a year ago who were both struggling big time this year. Nathan Avaldi, 8.4 ERA. Jay Happ, 8.76. Avaldi, lest we forget, a former Yankee, 23 and 11 for them, about a 4 ERA and 15 and 16. And against the Yankees last year, including the postseason, it was four starts, a 0.39 ERA, one earned run in 23 innings. So, okay, roll tape. Scoring open nearly right away, and it was good. J.D. Martinez, home run off Happ in the first inning, dead center. Uh, Mitch Moreland, leadoff single, lefty to lefty in the top of the second, but Pedroia flies out. It gets to Rafi Devers, who coming in, no home runs, two runs batted in. And at the end of this at bat, still no home runs, Two runs batted in. He struck out swinging. There is no way Devers should be outside the top 200 in baseball and runs batted in, but that's what we're looking at right now. The big RBI bat was actually up next, and that is, would you believe, Christian Vasquez. Home run to right, 3 nothing socks, and a little cushion for a starter, which is so rare and so welcome. Vasquez now, two homers, six runs batted in. Again, Devers, no home runs, two runs batted in. But back to the Pedroia at bat. He was in obvious discomfort after his flyout. They take him out. You wonder at that point why exactly they rushed him back. You remember last year they DFA'd Hanley Ramirez to make room for him, and Pedroia only started three games. Now they just DFA'd Swihart, who is technically athletic enough to play second base in an emergency. It's not what you want, but it, I mean, it's possible. Sure enough, Pedroia leaves this game with knee discomfort, which is why Nunez had to come in even though he's got the bad back, and now Zhu Lin has to be ready to pack a suitcase. Or, just throwing it out there, Michael Chavis, who's been playing some second base. He just destroyed his fourth home run of the year in Pawtucket Wednesday night. But anyway, uh, bottom of the fourth, the Yankees begin to stir against Evaldi. Clint Frazier doubles in a run. It's now 3-1, to one, second and third one out. But that modern-day murderer's row of Tockman and Ursula were retired. It stays 3-1 Boston with a hat tip to Steve Pierce making a nice play on a a grounder in that inning. 
Good time to remind you that, yes, the Yankees have 12 players on the injured list, including Dellen Batances and Didi Gregorius, Aaron Hicks, Severino, Stanton, for golly sakes, uh, Miguel Andujar, Gary Sanchez. They just put Bird on the, the IL. Jacoby Ellsbury should be like on the million-day IL. He hasn't played a, the Major League game since 2017. It's a, a sorry bunch of substitutes, but to their credit, they came in much closer to 500 than the Red Sox did in this one, and they would ultimately prevail. Top of the fifth. Uh, this concerned me for some reason. Jay Happ is on the mound. We mentioned Jay Happ is having a miserable April. You got the killer bees up all in order. You got Bradley, Betts, and Bogarts. And they swung the bats like they were Blosser, Bard, and Brents. Uh, seven pitches side retired. So Evaldi's got to get right back out there. And you know what? Good for him. A one, two, three inning. Very nice from Nate in this one. No complaints at all. This, by the way, was the inning that A-Rod spent some time chatting with the guys on the Nesson broadcast, which was odd. I know I'm new here, but did Bill Lambeer ever go on the Celtics broadcast? Did Ulf Samuelson ever jump on with Dale Arnold or Jack Edwards for the Bruins? I'm just asking. But anyway, uh, we go to the the seventh inning of all these done. Six innings, about 90 pitches. I, I get it. Workman comes in. And Evaldi having lowered his ERA to six, that the one run he allowed was unearned. Workman gets into trouble, loads the bases, not able to get his fastball over. His curveball mysteriously hardly taken off the shelf in that whole sequence. But anyway, it's one out, bases loaded for the pesky veteran Brett Gardner. Ryan Brazier comes on. He's having a fine April, no problems. Gets ahead of him 0-2 with a couple of sliders. Then tries to sneak a fastball by him, and he leaves it right in the middle of the plate. Center cut, grand slam, one foot over the tiny little wall in right. It's a memorable 100th career home run for Gardner. Workman was charged with the three earned runs, saw his ERA get from 0 to 3.52 while sitting in the dugout. Brazier allowed only two home runs all last year, and I know that this one was a Yankee Stadium cheapie of the highest order, and I know it would be ideal to just have a a nine-foot-tall right fielder on the roster every game at Yankee Stadium because then you save a bunch of those nonsense home runs. But Mookie Betts is 5'10". And Brett Gardner went Yardner on on an 0-2 fastball, the slam, and basically the ball game. Uh, Top of the eighth, Betts and Bogarts, right? Last year, that's exactly who you'd want to kickstart a rally. But Mookie, again, passive, strikes out looking. I'm not a fan of passive Mookie. I I would like last year's do-damage Mookie to, to show up. Bogarts follows up by flying to right, but then a little tremor, a little shake of the ground underneath. Infield hit for J.D. Martinez. Yes, I said infield hit for J.D. Martinez. Base hit right center for Pierce. Moreland works a walk. Nunez up, bases loaded, where Pedroia used to be. And against Adam Ottavino, with the tying man on base, first pitch right after the walk, Nunez offers it a slider way off the plate and flies to right. So it stays 5-3, Yankees mid-8, and again, the big hit just eludes this year's version of the exact same Red Sox team from a year ago. On to the ninth, the oldest Chapman on, 12 pitchers to knock down the save and render the Sox seven games under, eight and a half games out, and then a long, sad plane trip to Tampa St. Pete. Jackie Bradley Jr., the final out, ended up 0-4 with a couple strikeouts in this one. He's now hitting a buck forty-eight. Mookie, to update him, is at 200 on the button. Pierce and Pedroia hitting a combined 111. So, yeah, this was a new one, a new way to lose this year, the expected way to lose in 2019, right? Everyone was fearful the bullpen would blow some games. And really, it took until game number 19 of the season for that to happen. Last year, that happened one game in, not 19. But getting swept by the Yankees, even in a two-game series, stinks. 
and the favor can't even be returned in Boston until after the trip to London. The Yankees don't play their first game at Fenway this year until July, latest since 1981, we are told. All right, now we need to be told about some Pedroia updates, and we need an explanation for this latest loss. We need Alex Cora's post-game comments, so here we go. Now just, hey, to let you know, uh, Petey left, you know, not because of what happened, but he was also sick, so, you know, he took off. So whatever questions, I'll answer, okay? He, uh, in, the, in the first swing of that uh, at bat, the one he fouled off to to right field, whatever, he felt something weird in his, his knee. You know, he finished it back, he came up to me, he's like, hey, man, uh, didn't feel right there, so I decided to take him out. Uh, he'll see the doctor tomorrow and uh, see where we at, you know. And like I said, you know, he was also feeling, feeling you know, ill, you know, what's going on right now, so that's why he, he took off. He's not like he's hiding from people, so, yeah. We'll know more tomorrow. Alex, he's going to go see the, the surgeon that he had? Uh, yeah, I think the, he'll stay here in New York. And he'll see, the, he'll see, not the surgeon, I think it's, it's one of the doctors here, you know? Okay. Yeah. So it's not necessarily the guy who did the surgery? Not that I know, okay. no, yeah, not that I know. Are we going to keep it like this? Alex, how concerned are you? I mean, uh, you know, we'll see. You know, for him to, to come, up, come up to me and tell me, how he felt, you know. Um, obviously, I know a lot of people think that he he's gonna push, push and push, and not be smart about it. Well, he, he understands where he's at and how he felt. So um, I gotta do what I have to do to take care of the player. You know, I was surprised that he came up to me and told me that, but uh, at least he was honest. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, um, I really don't know. Uh, I'm just he was a little bit down. Uh, he was down. You know. Um, and I uh, haven't seen him like that. So hopefully it's nothing serious. And, uh, you know, it's something that just he just got scared, you know. But uh, we'll know more tomorrow. 0-2 pitch there from Brazier to Gardner in the seventh, one of the few times that he's been bitten like that this year. Yeah, um, breaking ball for strike, breaking ball for foul, and we tried to go up in the zone, and it wasn't up enough. And, uh Garner did a good job staying with that pitch. Um, it's kind of like right in his uh, swim path, and and you know he hit the grand slam. But I think uh, before that, you know, we 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 walked two guys, you know, and, and in any ballpark, but especially here, you know, um, we got to avoid traffic there, and uh, we didn't do good, a good job in that inning, and um, you know we pay the price. I was going to say, why did you want Brazier and not Sparks? Matchups, yeah, we felt that that was a matchup. You know, we, we recognized it before the series, and those top of the order, Garner, Judge, we felt like his fastball can play there, you know, the slider, you know, so we decided to go with that one. How tough is it just after the way of all the pitch tonight to not go away? Uh, they're all tough. I mean, um, but one thing for sure, you know, I think the starting rotation is getting to, to where we want it. You know, he threw the ball well. Um, velocity was good. Um, I know he grinded out in a few few innings, but the split was better, the breaking ball was better, and he finished off with a good fastball. But, you know, we still got to finish games. You know, well, we didn't. And, and, you know, it takes everybody to, to get out of this, you know, and today, you know, in the seventh inning, we didn't do the job. 5-3 Yankees, again the final, and now, following today's day off, the Red Sox will begin a stretch of 20 games in 20 days on Friday. It's their longest such stretch of 2019. You've got the three-game series at Tampa Bay, then a 10-game homestand where they better get things going. It's Detroit for four, Tampa Bay for three, Oakland for three, 
Then they wrap up that 20-game stretch at the White Sox and at Baltimore. Tampa Bay Series preview for you. Since you asked, did you ask? I hope you asked. Uh, The Rays have played around the same number of games as Boston, one fewer, but they've allowed 72 fewer runs. The Rays are 14-4, and and they look like they may indeed be not just lucky, but good. Uh, Rodriguez, Porcello, and Price lined up to face them. Erod was good last time out, set down the first 14 he faced. Price, of course, has been fine so far, the only member of the whole rotation who can really make that claim consistently. Porcello's ERA for that Saturday game is going to be 11.12 when it begins. Price, uh, masterful in his last start. I I think you're least worried about him. Seven shutout innings. He walked none, struck out seven to beat the Orioles. Of course, he's originally a Ray. He's pitched more Tropicana Field than any other venue. He's 37 and 30 there with a 2.80 RA. I like it when David's on the mound. But for Tampa Bay, Blake Snell will miss a start with a broken fourth toe. We call the fourth finger the, the ring finger. I, I don't know if we can do that with toes. I mean, if you have a toe ring, is it on the fourth toe? I, I honestly do not know that protocol. But Snell will miss the series. The Rays expected to start Emilia Pagan on Friday. Saturday, which is Ryan Stanek bottle opener night at the Trop, it's Charlie Morton, undefeated 2.18 ERA. Sunday, Tyler Glass now on what is Daniel Robertson wristband day. Anyone remember Steve Martin in The Jerk when he's trying to detain the bandits and, and he says, you win free oven mitts? I'll be right back with your free oven mitts. I think the Rays need to have like a, I don't know, a Tyler Glass now oven mitt giveaway. That sounds like that might be next. But anyway, uh, explaining how Tampa Bay, 10 games over 500, how is that possible? Uh, at the plate, Austin Meadows, the former Pirates prospect, is hitting 350, six home runs, 17 runs batted in. Again, Devers, two runs batted in right now. Not to pick on him, but that's just a fact. Austin Meadows, eight times as many runs batted in as Devers. Anyway, uh, Avisel Garcia hitting 335, Kevin Kiermeyer hitting 300. These guys run the bases well, they lead the American League in steals. But the, the big story, of course, is their pitching. They've got a team ERA in the low twos, best in baseball, a team whip of less than one. The whole team. The Red Sox whip is one and a half. Oh, man, that's, uh, that's not good. Tampa Bay's payroll near the bottom. You guys know that. The Sox, of course, at the top. So that makes this whole 14 and four against six and 13 thing all the more annoying. Boston will uh, saunter on in there three and 10 on the road. Just three and three at home. I'm doing the quick math here. That adds up to six and thirteen. If I carry the one, yes, six and thirteen overall, and probably a good time for an off day for sure. That's the podcast. I would say that's plenty. There was 17 wins at this time last year, six so far this year with basically the same exact team. I can't figure it out either. But then again, I'm new around here. See you, Sox fans. Appreciate your time. Sox Daily. Josh Lewin. Peace out. People stay. Peace out. I don't think people say peace out. But what do people say? I don't know what they say. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. 
baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.